Beautiful people, best damn nation. Welcome to the show. Today is Wednesday, and you know what time it is. It's the best damn wrestling podcast. I'm your host, Brian Renegade, and with me, I have the best damn crew. I got Chef Showtime in the building. What's happening, Chef? What's good? What's good? All right. I got the dawn of the best damn wrestling podcast. LP is in the building. What's going on? And I got Mr. Boots the Asses himself. <laughs> Mr. Everything. Victor Andrews. Yo, yo, what's up? What's up? Look, 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 look. I got a headset today. Oh, I man. She's getting all fancy on us. Ain't nobody fancy, else got man. no headpiece. You ain't send out a memo or nothing. <laughs> What's going on, peoples? Oh, uh, man. Uh, we are your best damn wrestling podcast. Uh, thank you for joining us today. You could be anywhere in the world doing anything, but you ain't. You right here watching your boys. Uh, we appreciate you showing us love. And to everyone in Radio Land, on Pandora, on iHeartRadio, on Spotify. Apple Podcasts and Amazon Music. Welcome and thank you for listening to your boys uh, every Wednesday. Fellas, man, it has been a lot going on in the world of wrestling. Uh, we have some things to talk about, fellas. Don't you agree? Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, so you know what time it is. Uh, it is my favorite segment that we do beautiful people it's time for hot topics well listen this past friday on smackdown we saw the reemergence of bray white the man gave a super emotional speech i believe every single minute of it even though I know it's a shoot. Um, it's, it's, it's a little bit of a, you know, you, you believe it, but you also know there's something coming on the back end of that. Bray Wyatt sounded like he was in tears. I almost choked up a little bit. You know, man, I had to, I had to, <laughs> I had to put my big boy drawers on, and I was like, I'm not going to cry. I'm not going to cry. But he gave a super emotional speech. It really connected with the fans. Uh, and I think people are really excited to see the new characters uh, and this new side of Bray Wyatt. Uh, it almost gave me Roman Reigns feels when he uh, when he had to leave uh, due to his illness. Um, so, you know, he talked about him losing two people uh, during this time. He also talked about being fired and having no direction and really being uh, really being depressed. Uh, and the fans brought him out of that, and they let them know. He let they the fans let Bray Wyatt know that, you know, your words really struck home with me. It saved my life, and I think that's something that, 
made him want to get back into wrestling because it's a lot more and a lot bigger picture than just people grabbing each other and slamming in the ring. Uh, let me go around the board real quick. Chef Showtime, let me know what you think about Bray Wyatt's reemergence and his speech, his promo, as we call it in wrestling. You know, I've been, yeah, I've been waiting for this moment forever. It was the happiest <laughs> moment of my life. One of them. <laughs> the speech, the speech was, uh, you know, it was very touch. It was touchy feely. You know, he felt he put his heart out there for everybody to see. But then you, you, you already know there is a demon gonna come out. You gonna see that? I, I didn't mean none of that. <laughs> I just can't wait for it. To yeah, uh, LP, what you think about your man Bray Wyatt's promo? I think that might be candidate for one of the best promos of the year. What do you think? Oh, yeah, I think it was different. I, I've never seen a wrestler come back like that and then, I guess, show his regular side. Uh, it kind of ended like I thought it was going to end with something, something still keeping the story related. Uh, but yeah, I thought I thought it was I thought it was I thought it was pretty good. I, I don't know if I would even want to call it a promo. It just it just really seemed. I only know what you would call it outside of a promo, but he just really just opened up and. Uh, you know, this 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 kept a real for a minute. Like near the end, it kind of got promoish when the <laughs> when the side jumped out, whatever whatever that is. I think that's I think that's the new character right there. That's I don't even think the fiend coming back. I think that whatever whatever that mask character is, that is that is the new the new character. Uh, but yeah. do you see the eyes? The eyes? Yeah, you get the fiend eyes. The fiend was up under that mask. I, I'm really excited to see where that goes. Mr. Everything, mm -hmm. what do you think about your man, Bray Wyatt's return? Uh, man, this is probably going to be the most dangerous Bray Wyatt that we're ever going to see. We are getting Bray, we're getting Wyndham in his natural. You get what I'm saying? Like he's being like his authentic self with the creativity that he has in his mind, along with the push of the creativity behind him, you know, with Triple H and the creative team. This is going to be a very dangerous Bray Wyatt. The, the, the speech that he gave was heartfelt. It was real, but it was the promo all in itself. And, and the, the ending with the, the character, you know, interrupting him, it's, it's giving... Bray Wyatt versus Bray Wyatt. It's giving uh, Wyndham trying to fight off his demons and trying to be something better, but it's always going to be that thing that's going to haunt, haunt him. It's always going to be something behind him. Like, he came out in regular clothes. He didn't have no no special nothing, no mask, nothing. He came out with the, the lantern because that's his thing, that's his entrance. But he came out in regular street clothes. He's going to be a very dangerous Bray Wyatt. Now, what they do with him is going to be very important because if they don't allow this Bray Wyatt to do exactly what he needs to do, and that's go and be the champion and be a long-time champion, we're going to have an uproar with the fans. The fans are all going to just hate the product altogether, and they're not going to watch it. Uh, yeah, man. I, I hope that the direction that Triple H goes with this character is a lot bigger uh, then uh, just like a mid card. I really hope that they really do something with this 
I want to see the Bray Wyatt in WrestleMania have a WrestleMania match. Uh, I want to see him on day one. I really want to see more of this character when he was the thing before with the uh, Mr. Rogers uh, funhouse kind of character. I loved every minute of it. I loved every time he came on the screen. He told really good stories, man. And the people were super behind him. I don't even know why he got let go in the first place. The man is a genius. And if they put the right people behind Bray Wyatt, he will be the top of the card on every card for the next 10 years if he chooses to wrestle that long for the WWE. He's a megastar in my eyes. He's, he, he can be a Roman Reigns uh, up there in the echelons of a Roman Reigns if he has the right type of title push and if he has the right support, uh, the right writers, the right kind of uh, people in the, in the ring to be able to tell the stories. But he needs really good opponents. Mm-hmm. He needs those opponents to bring something out of him uh, and the, the Fiend character before was really great because he would change he would change people. He would wrestle somebody and then they would be forever changed after wrestling him. I can't you can't write nothing better than that. When you wrestle an opponent and after you're done, your whole character changes for either the good or the bad. Uh it happened with Daniel Bryan, it happened with Randy Orton. It happened with Seth Rollins. It happened with uh, even, you know, Roman Reigns to an extent. I'm not. Did he wrestle? Hold on. Did Fane wrestle Roman? I don't think so. Mm-hmm. I don't. No. I don't. I don't. They I don't think so. So I'm excited. They didn't to wrestle. See, uh, Roman Reigns attacked him, but they didn't wrestle. I'm excited to see Roman Reigns versus this Bray Wyatt. That's going to be huge. Uh, that's a WrestleMania event in itself. If it's done right. If it's done right. But I'm excited to see where this Bray Wyatt goes, man. Uh, this is something different. This is something new. It's something refreshing. And we spoke about who the Wyatt Six, who his counterparts might be. Mm-hmm. Do you guys? I'm gonna go ahead and go to the genie. Do you know? Do you have any speculations? Furthermore, of who the Wyatt Six might be, who well, his supporting cast, his faction might be. I know. Last time we started guessing on who who might be this and who might be that. I'm kind of at the point now where I'm thinking that he's a Wyatt Six. Like it's not gonna be no other people being the Wyatt Six. The Wyatt Six are just. His different characters. Not to say he's gonna be like Mick Foley and come out dressed up as this, that, and the third. <laughs> but I think that I, I think they can go the route and make the white six just just his personality. Like I said, I don't know how that word with Abigail. That that kind of you know that that's kind of up in the air with uh <laughs> with how they would do that. But I don't know. I, I think I think it's gonna be not what everybody expecting because if you give him a group. It's not like back in the days when you had the corporate ministry and you had the ministry, you had these huge factions and you still had enough wrestlers where you still could have storylines. The WWE ain't like that right now. If you put the wide six as a squad, they can't even handle the bloodline, the small amount of people that's in the bloodline. But, you know, so 
they're not equipped to have a wide six and have good stories. I don't know. They would they would have to do a lot of stuff because who would stop the wide six? Like if they really making them, you know, like they should be. They can't nobody's gonna be able to stand up to them. That's, so yeah, if they if if Bray Wyatt Enlist the services of Braun Strowman. Number one, that's one person who can already destroy <laughs> half of the roster. If he enlists the services of a Dexter Loomis, Dexter Loomis will tell some really great stories with Bray Wyatt. As much as I don't like him, if he enlists the services of a Carrion Cross, there will be a problem. See, but I, I know we talked about that last time too, but I don't think it's if they go with other wrestlers, it's not gonna be no wrestler that's currently on the roster. I don't think it's gonna be more some call-ups. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause it won't make no sense to put Dexter Loomis, because Dexter Loomis got a storyline with the Miz. Bra uh, Brian about to have a storyline with Omas. Uh Karrion Cross still got his storyline with um uh what's his face? Drew McIntyre. Um, yeah, with Drew McIntyre. So it really it really would have made no sense for them all of a sudden just to jump and be in the uh, be in the wide seat. That's why I said it's either going to be him or it's going to be some new people or some people we haven't seen. But I don't think it's going to be nobody currently. Uh, I still think his brother, if anybody, his brother going to be in there. But for everybody, I don't think it's going to be nobody who's already currently in storyline. Yeah, uh, we will see. Like I said, man, this is uh, this is exciting for me. I'm enjoying this whole thing. Like I said, I think he gave one of the best promos of the year. You know, uh, we already said that he had one of the best comebacks in WWE history. So we'll see where it goes. I'm pretty sure he's going to have some more appearances on both Raw and SmackDown. I want to see where his character goes after uh, Crown Jewel on November 5th. So we also saw the comeback of the beast. We didn't have time to talk about it last week, as big as it was. But Brock Lesnar is back, and he's back with the vengeance. And he confronted the one man on the roster who is a like image of himself in Bobby Lashley. A lot of people say that Bobby Lashley is the the black Brock Lesnar. <laughs> um, they mash up really well, power for power. Uh, they're big, strong guys. I want to see this again. Bobby versus Brock one was pretty decent. I didn't like the ending too much. You know, Bobby got thrashed that whole entire match until the end of the match. Uh, where he pulled out the win, so I'm excited to see Brock versus Bobby too. <clears throat> I just, I just want to see them go at it, man. That might be the matchup tonight um, for me. Let me go around the room. What do you guys think about Brock Lesnar being back? And are you excited to see Bobby Lashley versus Brock Lesnar too, Mister Everything? Um, it's like I said before in the chat, um, you know, big props to Brock Lesnar because Bobby Lashley is in a mid-card situation right now. Brock Lesnar has been, you know, the top guy for a very long time. He has not been messed with anybody or been dealing with anybody except for someone that's been a champion. Um, so having him uh, getting involved with Bobby Lashley in some aspect 
is huge. It's going to be great. Um, I think having these two is going to give you, LP, your blood. Your match where there's going to be a blood involved. If these two guys get in there and do it as an MMA type thing, Seth Rollins and, and Matt Riddle tried it. Didn't work out too well. Bobby Lassie and Brock Lesnar will be that match where you're going to see some blood involved. And I'm excited to see how this all is going to end. LP, let me let you uh, let me see what your thoughts on Bobby versus Brock are. Um, I, I think it'd be a good match. I personally, I know you said uh, the he's like the black version of Brock. I used to put Brock above. Uh, I mean, I used to put Bobby Lashley above Brock. I think Bobby Lashley is a better athlete and a better wrestler. And, and I mean, look at his look at his resume. I mean, he he's uh, he done won championships in several different companies and all that. So I really feel like Bobby is better. And that's why I feel like most of the time they make Bobby look like he can't handle Brock because they built Brock up so, so strong. But right. if they, if they wrestle right, I, I really wanted them to do three. I want Bobby to win one, Brock to win one. And then WrestleMania, they can, they can really build it up where it'll be like the, the tiebreaker. Again, it still boils down to how they write it. But, um, I really, I, I I was more excited about seeing Bobby versus Brock than any time I seen Roman versus uh, Brock. I, I stopped wanting to see that a long time ago, but I I think everybody wants to see this, so I think they're they've been taking the time to do it right. I hope, um, but yeah, I I, I want to I, I want I want to see them build this story up a little bit more. I kind of think some one of them need a manager because like. Both of them on the mic still ain't the best in the world. So they, it ain't like opening the ring and go back and forth like verbally because Bobby is no good <laughs> when it comes to uh, his mic skills. And Brock, Brock is better. Brock is better than him on the mic. But um, yeah, if they if they do this right, I think this I think this can be a I think that'd be a great match. I think for this one, man, they really let their uh, the their violence and their brutality kind of speak volumes. They don't need to say anything. I don't want to hear neither one of them really say anything. They gave me what I wanted on Monday Night Raw. They opened the mm-hmm. show with a bang. They opened the show with a bang. And at first, I thought bro, I was like, man, that Brock is manhandling Bobby again. <laughs> he picked him up, <laughs> slammed him. Picked him up again, slammed against the uh, against the uh, the post, and then I don't know. Bobby just so happened to spear him through the barricade, and then spear him again through the table, or well, speared him on the table, and then uh, one hand slammed him completely, demolished the whole entire table. I loved it. I loved every second of it. I wanted more of it. I can't wait to see how it goes down. It's going to be a blood bath. Uh, Chef, what do you think about Brock versus Bobby? <laughs> uh, it's going to be a good. It's going to be a good match. It's going to be a banger for the ages. Because already you already can tell it's going to be like a no holes bar. They're going to come out swinging. It's going to be blood everywhere. Because somebody going to get busted open within the first two minutes of that match. Mm-hmm. You know. You gonna see? I got a like prediction. You gonna see uh, Brock hit him with like two F fives. <laughs> Bobby gonna hit him with like two spears. Just they gonna be a they gonna be a disqualification. Somebody gonna cheat. I I don't want to. I want to see a clean win. 
I don't want to see nobody interfere. I don't want to see no false roll up. I don't want to see something where the ref gets involved but didn't see something. I want it to be a clean one, two, three. No, no uh, dispute about it. Clean win. We haven't seen a lot of clean wins in the WWE lately. Don't they don't don't want the ref either. It's gonna be if it's gonna be a clean win. Somebody gonna get hurt. Somebody gonna get hurt, and they ain't gonna let it be Bobby. It's gonna be Brock. You think you mm. think Brock gonna get hurt? Yeah, because if you if you have it like that, because you know you know how Brock's Brock record is. He don't wrestle that much. So what's gonna happen? He don't get hurt. Be out for a little bit. Come back. Wrestle somebody else. Get hurt again. Same routine. Oh. I don't know. I don't. I don't want to see neither one of them get hurt, man. Uh, I just want to see more matches between two of them. They're both juggernauts and titans, and bona fide WWE legends in the game. I think this is going to be one hell of a match, and I cannot wait to see it. Um, man, it's going to be a, a as Jr. was saying, a slaughter. <laughs> my, my question is, what? Where do they go after that? What happens to yeah, either 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 man after the match? You know what I mean? Like, where, where do you go? That's why I think they're gonna do it in the series. Cause like now, Bob, Bobby don't even have they don't even have a big, you know Brock won't be fighting for that belt anyway. So Bobby doesn't even have that belt. If they do that storyline good, they can just be wanting to fight each other. Look how long they pushed out Matt Riddle and uh, Seth. That's been going on damn near five months. It feel like. <laughs> mm-hmm. That is a really long feud. Yeah. Yeah. And just like just like Chef said, Bobby, Bobby's not gonna be there. I mean, uh Brock not gonna be there every week. Bobby will. So Brock Brock will show back up, you know, start it again, and that way they, you know, they can keep it like that. Cause I know you're saying that uh, Bobby's like a mid quarter now, but hell to be perfectly honest, with the and Roman, everybody's mid quarter. <laughs> <laughs> who's, who's not who right now currently in WWE SmackDown and Raw, who's not a mid quarter? Be honest. Even even Seth Rollins, Matt Riddle, they these are mid carters. Roman is on the top. They got Roman by himself. Dang, you yeah. all right? You I'm all right? Yeah. Thinking about it. <laughs> you right? Everybody's a mid carter. I, I hate I hate to admit it. Even Seth Rollins, the mid carter. He's a mid card. I mean, yeah. even Sheamus and, and Drew McIntyre. All mid card. Roman, that's that's why they have to fix what they have done. Like they don't have nobody close to to they build Roman up too high. Like he's at the top and everybody else. So so, so Bray's gonna have to take him down. Yeah, I mean Bray Bray has Bray is not gonna they can't bring Bray back and not be a mid carder. But look at Braun. I thought they're gonna do something Braun. Right now, what is Braun? Braun is a mid carder. He beating up who them two people he beat up last week. <laughs> Two people out of the showed up in the ring. Come on! <laughs> now, he's about, now he' about to fight Amos. That's gonna be a hard. Oh my god! That's gonna be a hard. We, talk, we talked about it. That was crazy. So when we mentioned it, right after that, the storyline started happening. Horrible! It's gonna be horrible. Uh, <laughs> it might be. It might be a decent fight. Maybe they might blow your mind. Maybe they might try to do something and break the ring again. I can see that happening. Oh, I, I hope not. I just feel like since Omos being back, all that he beat up Pete Scrubs. 
not too long ago, but he hasn't done anything. Braun beating up tag teams and other stuff like that, but he hasn't done anything to, you know, to make you feel like he's a he's any different than he was the, before. So like him, him, him and the moms is just gonna be like the great Khalid versus uh <laughs> Big Show. Well, I, I don't know what's that a bitch. You know what? Don't sleep on a bitch show. Bitch show really good ref. Like bitch show was probably one of the it will be like it'd be like great Kali and uh giant Gonzalez. Yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe a moss been in the hyperbolic time chamber the whole time he's been gone and he can come up and show some new stuff. But if would, he don't would it be crazy to think that they would end up being a team? A tag team? I thought about that. I thought about that for a second, but who the hell gonna stop them in a the tag team? Good. No, no, I don't don't, you don't need that. nobody to stop them. Good. I, I don't know if I want to see that. That that would be too much. You know what I mean? I don't see because they would. I don't know. I don't oh, know if I want to see that. They did it with Kane and Undertaker. They did it with Undertaker and Big Show. Come on, let let them let these two. When was the last time we had two really big men run rock shot through it? Like we talk about all the time, how Braun come back, he needs to run through an entire roster. Put him with Omos. Let them run through the entire tag division. Get the belts off to the Usos, whichever belts they want to get. Let them get those belts and let them run, run, you know, run I through mean, the entire tag division for a while. We'll give them something to do because they like neither one of them is gonna, neither one of them is gonna fight for the big one. Neither one of them. They brought Braun back whatever reason. I don't have no idea. They brought Braun back. I, I got a feeling they' about to bring uh, Eric Rowan back too. I'm yeah, glad they're free agent. You yeah, push that every week. He's a free agent. <laughs> he's a free agent right now. But I'm telling you, I, I was right about Braun Strowman. I was right about Bray Wyatt. So I, I thought to- I thought I, I thought Aaron Warren was with uh another pro another team. Mm, free, free agent, agent right now. Free, free agent. agent right now, I believe. I can see I can see them bringing having Braun Strowman and Eric Rowan remaking the Bludgeon Brothers come back and take the Bills. Mm, nah, I don't want to yeah. see that. Yeah. I don't want to see that Aaron, either. If, <laughs> Aaron Warren, if anybody gonna be in a wide seat, it'll be it'll be Eric Warren. And he's not and he's not visible there. You remember I said it gotta oh, be no. somebody else. Yeah. Well, it's going is I I truly believe what you were saying earlier. I just looked it up on Fightful. Uh it will be Bray Wyatt as all six characters. I know they they there's talks of Vinny. Uh, I, I can't remember his last name, but he kind of looks like he looked like he could be a part of the Wyatt family from uh, AEW. He's be on Ring of Honor. Vinny, this been something like that. But he has like that deep dark character as well. He could okay. be that individual that's going to play that mask character um, for the Wyatt as well. So that's going to be interesting. It might be Alakai Black. You know, he left AEW. They was uh, talking I'm, I'm about need, that. I'm going to need you Listen, to say this thing correctly. They was talking if about they put, Black, If they put Black and, and Bray together, that will shut down wrestling. <laughs> that will shut... Listen, man, that would be huge. That'll and I would a love that. Combination. That would be a deadly combination. They wouldn't need know. nobody else in the, in the crew. I think he's going to pop up. Vinny Marsegli. Marsegli. I never okay, I ain't never heard of him or seen him wrestle, but you know, if you're saying he good, then you know I'll take your word. Yeah, he, he was on Ring of Honor. He was part of a, a large faction. 
um, there's thoughts of him being part of it, which would be a game changer. I thought that was Trent. I thought that was Trent, Trent and Darby. I got to look at it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. So, uh, fellas, let's uh, switch over real quick, and then we're gonna switch back to WWE. Uh, but I want to get. I want to take a little bit different tone. Uh, this uh, this past Tuesday, uh, we saw an injury happen, uh, and and someone was severely concussed uh you had hangman versus john moxley where john moxley hit uh adam hangman page with a devastating king kong larry almost took his head off uh he he flipped upside down and hit his head hard on the ring and he was concussed and knocked out uh the referee had to come check on him uh when he was not as responsive he called the doctor into the ring and you know aw does not regularly call doctors into the ring so you know something was serious uh he was he was knocked out and uh now he's under concussion protocol john moxley was over on the other side of the ring bleeding as usual <laughs> i don't know what is it about this guy where he bleeds every single match. It doesn't need to happen, but I mean, I'm pretty sure that I, I didn't get a chance to check the, the match because I was watching NXT at the time, which I'm going to go and talk about that in a minute. Uh, but uh, Hangman Adam Page is concussed. He's on concussion protocol. Hopefully he'll be back to wrestling soon. I want to talk to you real quick about injuries. And I know earlier on in, in the, the season, we talked about uh, different types of injuries and con concussions is a very common one. I believe that's why they don't do a lot of chair shots anymore. They don't do a lot of uh, blunt weapons to the face. If you're a professional, you have to know how to hit somebody without killing them or giving them brain damage. So it's uh, that's a very that and and uh, ACL spring is very uh, common in in wrestling. How scary is it to uh, see somebody have a concussion or have to go under concussion protocol? And I'm going to throw that question to Mr. Everything. I'm not sure how much you know about, you know, that whole thing. But uh, have you ever seen a wrestler get seriously hurt in the ring? And if so, how, how does that make you adjust your wrestling style so that you're safe with yourself and safe with others? Uh, I've seen it a couple times. I have experienced it myself. Uh, I don't know if the camera can pick it up pretty good, but I have a scar here um, from when I, you know, the Undertaker used to do his dives over the top rope. I did that same spot with the guy. He wasn't in position to, you know, break the fall on the outside. And so the ground broke my fall. Concrete. Uh, I went head first, kamikaze style. Um, I didn't suffer a concussion, luckily. I didn't have any broken bones, no broken neck, anything. I was able to drive myself home. Uh, I had my son with me as well. But it, it is, uh, it can be very scary. It's, it's, it's part of what we do. On, on Truthfully, everything that we do is a risk. Every spot that we do, uh, every body slam, every, you know, something off the top row, everything is, is gonna be a risk. Uh, that's why you have to train. That's why we practice. That's why, 
you know, if all is fake, no, we talk to each other because you don't want to, a situation like Adam Page and uh, Moxley had to uh, endure. Um, but it's it's taken serious. It's taken serious because there's a lot of times we don't even know. A lot of times we, we continue wrestling and don't even know that we've experienced a concussion. I watched a guy um, two weeks ago. Uh, me and my son was at a show and my son was able to con- tell that he was concussed. And he told him, he said, hey man, I think you got a concussion. My son is seven years old. That's how easy you can tell if someone's had a, a head injury. And we wasn't even with him when he experienced a head injury. My son was able to watch him as he was moving, uh, listen to him talk, watch him after he got done with the second match. He was like, hey man, I think you got a concussion. Um, you know, so it is a serious thing. It should not be played with. Um, and you definitely should not get in a ring because you could pass out. Remember Shawn Michaels when he got in the ring and he had that moment where he passed out in the middle of the ring. Um, you know, it's it's a serious thing and and that's it, man. It's, it's not gonna play with. Yeah, you gotta remember Enzo. I do I do remember uh Enzo uh he had that spot where he was thrown out the ring and his his neck got caught. Yeah, his neck got caught on the bottom rope. That was scary. And I and everybody uh, saw that. I think most recently the injury that really scared me uh was Biggie when he got slammed on his head, man. Mm -hmm. Biggie is a big dude, man. That's a lot of weight coming down on on your neck he really dodged the bullet with that because he could have been in paralyzed in the wheelchair for the rest of his life the way he landed on top of his head man uh and him being a solid dude like that that could have been really really bad so i'm i I would love to see Big E come back but i wouldn't be i wouldn't i wouldn't blame him if he didn't want to be in the ring right now if he really wanted to get some healing because normally wrestlers would want to go right back into the ring and go and go right back at it, uh, no matter how bad. It, oh, I'm okay. I'm good. I'm feeling. I can move my neck around, but you know they still be in pain. So I think Big E is really looking at the long term things, and Big E doesn't have to be in the ring to be entertaining. You know, he exactly. he, did, he really doesn't. He can still work. He can still manage. If he came back with a new day right now, he can just manage the new day. And be there and still be very, very, very entertaining and put the new day back on the top of the car where they should be. But it's it's a scary thing to see injuries in the ring. Uh we I remember uh Chef when we did the 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 pre-show, uh the first pre-show, we were talking yeah. about Cody Rhodes and his injury and how he had the torn pick and you know his arm was swollen up on one side like it was it was it was very gruesome his whole arm was black and blue and it was very scary thing to watch him wrestle at wrestlemania with the injury that bad man uh i heard that he's healing up pretty well and we forgot about cody rose coming back that might be a real challenger for roman reigns Mm. yeah we forgot about cody cody is still a big star when Cody comes back, they gonna put bring back the Cody. Cutler. You can shake your head all you want to, LP. It's the truth. <laughs> with two Fs. <laughs> they it's the truth with two Fs. If that was the case, they would have Cody. Cody could have went straight for Rome when he got there. Yeah, I he could have. But I think 
that the introduction with uh with Seth Rollins to match with Seth Rollins was needed. That was still that's that just happened. That's still one of the best matches this year. Mid mm-hmm. card. Kobe still that's uh, me, Kobe. Cody I still can, came in as a mid carder. Yeah, I can see Cody going for intercontinental or US the US championship. He ain't going for the heavyweight. He gonna go for the big one because he got a story along along with it. I think the wrestlers that really have a story attached to their championship uh, contenders. Aspirations. Yeah, yeah aspirations. Have have a story. They have to have a good story along with it in order for them to really compete with the tribal chief. If you look what? at it, everybody got a good story. Seth Rollins, if he go for it, brother against brother, shield member against shield member. Then you got Braun Strowman, monster against tribal chief. You get everybody can Which, have that's that's who Roman Reigns got the belt off of. So there is a storyline there. Yeah. That's and Roman beats still, Braun Strowman for the belt. And, and Cody still has the story with the uh, the IC title too. He still has that story that he never wanted. Mm. Yeah, like I said they keep, they keep Roman. Roman is protect. I don't know. If, I don't know if all you guys who watch Rocket movies, but I don't know if you remember when when uh, your boy Mick. Didn't want him to fight Club Lane. He said, "You better, you better <laughs> fight these bums. You won't fight no real fight. You, old man, give you the setup." Mickey was scared, so he kept on having Rocky fight these bums because he didn't want him to see that. That's how Roman's being protected. Look at look at all the people that are on the roster. Let's be honest. Let's look at all the people on the roster who are actually better wrestlers than Roman. That they won't even look that direction. The first thing Cody should Cody should look that way when they brought Braun in. You took my belt and I got fired. That should have been the first person Brian went out there. What they got Brian doing now? Nothing. Who's 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 more of a money money uh push? That's that's what you need to think about. Yeah, that's what that's the question. Who Cody is one of those guys. Bray Wyatt is one of those guys. I would come. I would come to an event if, if they announce right now, and and I'm in the, uh, North Carolina. If they announce right now that Bray Wyatt was going to be uh, at the at the arena, the PNC arena, I'm buying a ticket. Well, if we talking about money, the next the next person he should fight is Bad Bunny. Because Bad Bunny, Bad Bunny, money. Does he not? Does he not bring money? Uh, and you know what? You gotta, we, we gotta agree with him. We gotta agree from what with y'all, him. From what y'all saying? We, so whoever Roman fights is not, gonna, whoever Roman fights is not gonna be no big. Cody Rhodes is not a big money person. He he nah, became but, a pop star at AEW, but he still was not a humongous star. AEW AEW making a lot of stars. Look at John Moxley, biggest he ever been. But if John Moxley came back to WWE, he'd be right back down where he was at. Cause that that that, AE, that AEW status is not going to equal the same status it is with WWE. So I think it's not it's not about it's not about money. It's about it's about the story they build. Because there's no other right now other than The Rock, John Cena, no old people that can come in. They already done. They, I only know he had fought Goldberg, but don't nobody want to see Goldberg. But like John Cena, The Rock. Now you got Bray Bray Wyatt as a money maker. Nobody else is a money maker, so you got to hear the story. But you, you got to think about as far as who can hold the title, be that 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 face on the flyer. You get what I'm saying? So you can you can say 
oh John Moxley, yeah, they're not they can't make no money off of John Moxley. It'll be a money match, but it won't be a money title reign. You gotta look at somebody that can carry the title and bring in money every single show. Roman Reigns is that man that could bring in money every single show. They're okay. not gonna bring in the money with John Moxley because of the, the death match stuff that he does. Nobody's gonna really say, Oh, let, no sponsor is gonna say, Yes, we would love to have him at, at, at Cricket Wireless, you know, selling cell phones and plans while he's standing there holding with a barbed wire around it. Cody okay. Rose, on the other hand, can be there. He has the, the very distinguished look. He can he looks really good in the suit. He can be that guy that can carry a title, walk in any company. He can walk into a Fortune 500 company and say, hey, how you doing? I'm Cody Rose, blah, 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 blah and go about his business and bring more money to the company. It's all, about how they, it's all about how they make them. It's all about how they don't. They were, I mean, I'm going to use John Moxley as an example. John Moxley would definitely never be, you know, you know he had the belt. But you got to, let's, let's look at previous years. We all wrestling fans. We've been wrestling fans for years. Let's look at all the different champions we have had. Or whether they was good people that held the belt or people didn't hold it that long. Look at Big E. When Big E had that damn belt, they didn't push Big E like he should have. But Big E, was he was over. Kofi was over. So when, when people get the belt, they, if they don't do nothing with them, look at look at look at uh, Drew McIntyre's uh, reign. Drew McIntyre looked good in the suit. Drew McIntyre hit all the buttons you just said, but they did not they did not do nothing with his reign story wise. But, but yes, you also have to look at you have to have to look at the market that they reached with those guys. With Drew McIntyre, they reached the Scottish market with Kofi. He, used, he they reached a black market, the African market. Did they, did they reach the black market with Kofi? Yes. Yes. He was on the Breakfast Club. No new black. No, no, no. Wait, was he on the Breakfast Club? He was, I think I think he was on the Breakfast Club and he yep. was talking about he was twerking. On the Breakfast Club. Yeah, he was talking about twerking and stuff. But if I'm I'm talking about representatives, right? Who's who's mm -hmm. transcended. You gotta look at who who might transcend wrestling. Biggie, as much as I, I didn't care too much for his title ring, Biggie was doing a lot of media. Biggie was on a lot of shows. He was on a lot of black shows. He can uh, he can um, speak really well. You know, he was a great representative for the product and the brand. Roman well, Reigns is the same way. I think that, huh? I'm like, wait, wait, wait. I think that Cody Rhodes, if he does win, will be that guy. Who can go on other shows? Who can do other things? The Miz is one of those guys who can go on other shows and bring more eyeballs from other arenas to wrestling. So if I'm looking at who's going to carry my billion dollar company Bad Bunny. across the world, <laughs> I'm not putting Bad Bunny. I'm not dissing Bad Bunny, but I'm not having Bad Bunny as my champion. Bad Bunny did something that a lot of wrestlers on the Clara roster have not done. He went face to face with Brock Lesnar at the Royal Rumble. Hey, Bad Bunny did. had a spot with Brock Lesnar. Let that sink in. <laughs> Hold on, since we talking business, let's talk business. Let's say that Bad Bunny won the belt, right? The next day, tell me every media would not be covering the fact that the one of the biggest artists of all time, which Bad Bunny is, had the WWE Championship. You can't yeah. tell me that 
that would bring more eyes than anybody else we just listed. This Logan, is not true. Even Logan Paul. Not even Logan this, Paul. A lot of people don't like Logan Paul. But Bad Bunny, so if we talk about business, Bad Bunny would take WWE and make it back. A, 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 everybody be talking about it. This is very true, but this is only for right. one, maybe two pay-per-views. Bad Bunny could do that matter. for only probably two pay-per-views. Then you matter. might have to look at well, who's going to come in and take the belt off of him. Anybody. Everybody. <laughs> Everybody. Everybody <laughs> and their mama. Shelton <laughs> Benjamin might bring his mama back and she might win, dude. Hey, he, hey they might. Still down to, if they don't start making these other people stars, which they seem to be scared, you can't have Roma be the main star by himself. You got to have... We came up in an era where Stone Cold, Rock, Triple H, Undertaker. They was all on, they was all yeah, at the same time. You have to think about it though. In our era with the attitude era, all the chance was fear. Everybody feared Stone Cold because Stone Cold beat your ass and pour some beer on you. Everybody feared Undertaker. Everybody feared uh, Triple H. They feared The Rock. Nowadays, that's what they, I think that's what Triple H is bringing back. He gonna he's gonna give the belt to somebody that everybody's fear because you think about it now, no nope, a lot of motherfuckers are scared of Gunther. A lot of people are scared. Was scared was scared of uh, Bobby Leslie. Some people are scared of Seth Rollins. He only gonna have it for a little bit. They gonna take it right back. Like Vince McMahon gave the belt to Liv Morgan. I don't know why. That just made me sick. But you know. You know <laughs> Liv deserved, I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you, and I, I know we I know we talk about Liv a lot in in not uh, favorable match uh, mentions, but Liv deserved it. So I'm not gonna talk about because she was working hard, she was she was improving, her star was getting up there, and they needed somebody to be able to carry. It. As much as we all did not like her title reign because she didn't she didn't carry it well. Ruby Ruby but, well, but she, her hard work and determination, she deserved. She did deserve to at least taste gold. Name one of the matches that she had as a champion that was exciting. I I, I ain't gonna get into all that. <laughs> that's gonna make me try to remember, and it's gonna give me a headache. And I, I, I you know. We still got to finish the show. I can't do it. So, <laughs> but uh, Liv deserves, you know, the opportunity, and she took advantage of it. And a lot of people did like her as a babyface champion. So uh, we shall see. But oh, I know we love heels. I'm a transition. I'm a heel guy. Heels are very entertaining. Heels don't always have to be evil. Heels can be very confident in their abilities and don't care about what nobody says. One of the best heels in the business just returned, and his name is JBL. JBL cut a scathing promo. He was well received by the crowd, and then he turned on him. Uh, I forgot how good <coughs> JBL was as a wrestler, as a wrestler and a speaker. I was a personal fan of Bradshaw and the APA. That's who I grew up on. 
And then he transitioned to this JBL character, which he was more outspoken, more brash. He was he was uh, very entertaining as a heel. So JBL has endorsed your boy Baron Corbin. It's your boy. Here's my boy, because I still think that Baron Corbin is one of the best heels on the roster. People genuinely hate this man. <laughs> you can't, you can't get more hate than people have for Baron, like real hate than people have for Baron Corbin. Baron Corbin is a great heel. He's a big guy. He is very talented. Uh, he can hurt you, and he's believable. Like I said, the last person to pin your tribal chief, Roman Reigns, was Baron Corbin. JBL has got behind Baron Corbin. I like this dynamic. I like these two, even though Baron Corbin is a really great speaker. He doesn't need a, a mouthpiece. But if you're going to have a mouthpiece, you have a legend, a legend in your corner. You have somebody that can really take you to the next level where a Baron Corbin should be. I think Baron Corbin should get more opportunities. He hasn't really had a lot of opportunities. If you really think about it, he, he's won some competitions, but he hasn't really held gold like that, like he should have. I believe he should have had the championship a long time ago, at least at least one time. Yeah. At least one time. If you're gonna have a bad, if you're gonna have a heel, right, and that can bring out the best in other people, Baron Corbin on paper, he he would be that guy. They gave him everything but that. They gave him the Andre Memorial thing. They gave him what King of the Ring. Money in the bank. Money in the bank. And the yeah, only yeah. person, what well, one of the two people that failed in Money in the Bank, they failed to cash mm -hmm. in Money in the Bank. Yeah, that was his. That was his chance. I think. I think they were going. I think they were going to give it to him. Then he must have pissed somebody off, and they were like, you know what? You're going to cash it in, and you're going to lose it. But I, I think, I think, I, I do agree. He definitely has always been a heel. I think his problem is his character. How many characters has he been? Throughout the yeah. past five or six years, he's been a lot better. Yeah, a my lot. my personal favorite is King Corbin. That was uh, his best. That's probably one of his best. The Lone Wolf. I like the Lone Wolf. The Lone Wolf was boring. King Corbin was an asshole. He was the ultimate. <laughs> he was the ultimate. I think King Corbin. This is how I rate my King of the Rings. Right. And I, I'm, I'm gonna go as a matter of fact. We're gonna turn this into a subject. Who are your Who are your top three King of the Rings? Right. Um, I have to say that my favorite, of course, I'm gonna have to go Bret Hart. Is that at, at the top of my King of the Ring? My number two King of the Ring is Booker T, who who's done the most with the King of the Ring moniker. And then my third favorite King of the Ring was Baron Corbin because he really drugged that out. Even if he didn't even have a belt, he drugged that whole thing out for more than a year. Uh, he was really good at that character. He antagonized a lot of people. He was one of the most memorable King of the Rings. And then my fourth honorable mention would be Xavier Woods. So let me go around the uh, room real quick. Chef, who would be your top three King of the Rings? Top three King of the Rings. Or you can do top one, but top three, it will, you know, be favorable. Uh, uh, <laughs> King Booker. 
Wade Barrett. Mm, I forgot about Wade Barrett. Yeah. And uh, ah, shit. Yeah. I'd have thrown Edge. Okay. All right. LP. Top three uh, King of the Rings. Booker, King Booker is number one. Like, there ain't no debate. Like, King Booker was, that's, to me, that's his greatest character. Like, he he took that and ran with it. So there ain't no debate. Um, I really want to say Stone Cold won it, right? That was when he Stone Cold yeah. won King of the Ring. Yes, he did. Mm-hmm. That was one of the times that made him Stone Cold. Like, that was one of the moments that kind of, you started building him up. So I definitely got Stone Cold number two. Uh... I'm going I don't know. It's hard about number three. Ain't nobody on about else. I, 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 I might put Baron number three. I, I think I think he did a good job making the whole Jon Snow look <clears throat> from Game of Thrones kind of vibe or whatever. I might I might get Baron Corbin three, but Stone Cold. I mean Booker T one, Stone Cold two, three is the baby. Okay. <laughs> All right, Mister Everything. Uh, I would have to go with based on. The moments they created. So I had to go with Bret Hart because how he his feud with Jerry Lawler mm. leading into that. Um Stone Cold because that's when the birth of Austin 316 happened. And then uh gotta be number one, it's gotta be Booker T. Always. Always gotta give that King Booker. <laughs> <laughs> um and that goes to show you, man, if you have a really great character or even an opportunity like that to really change a character, that you can really take your career off uh, if you have a great path. I think Xavier Woods was on, on the precipice of doing some great things until the Tribe of Chiefs stomped him out and broke his crown. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Romarain said there will be no other king. There will be no other person that call themselves king on my show. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so he stomped that character out real quick and he became Xavier Woods in less than a week after that. So, <laughs> uh, you know, if I think if given the right opportunities, somebody can change their characters and change the whole course of their careers. Roman is key to that. I think the uh, head of the table, Roman, was the best thing he's ever, ever done. Yeah. Uh, so I'm I'm excited with JBL now in Baron Corbin's <coughs> corner. I want to see where they take it. I want to see who they challenge, and if uh, he'll stay around for a little bit. I'm not sure how long they'll be uh, together and click duck, but I would like to see more of it on my television serves. Uh, the last hot topic. I know we running we running against time. The last hot topic. Uh, it's the Tuesday Night Wars between AEW and NXT. Uh, are now, we still calling it that? What, NXT? No, Tuesday Night Wars. Or are we, what, well, are we in, 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 this, in this instance, both shows were airing around the same time. AEW uh, moved their time slot and day to Tuesday. And they changed the channel to Fight, the Fight Network, F-I-T. Uh, I don't have Fight, so I couldn't watch it. I just did watch some clips from it whenever I could. But NXT was a really good show. 
They did the opposite and brought main roster talent to NXT to face off against some of their uh, current wrestlers and in preparation for Halloween Havoc that's about to happen, which is an NXT major event. We saw Rhea Ripley uh, face Roxanne Perez. We seen uh, Raquel Rodriguez come in and face Core J. We had the Good Brothers facing the Dyad. We also had Shinsuke Nakamura come back, and I know we were speculating, trying to figure out what happened to Shinsuke, but Shinsuke came back and he had a match against Tony D'Angelo's Stooge, or his henchman, uh, Stax. We also saw Judgment Day come in with Rhea Ripley, uh, which everybody, all of the talent was well-received, and KO came back and hosted a KO show. They were all well-received. They got the chance to welcome home. All of them were smiling. They were happy. They were having fun, and they were happy to be back on the NXT product, that was a good look. They gave a nice rub to everybody, all the new younger talent. Whether they win or lost, the show was a great show. I'm not sure if you guys had a chance to check that out, but you know, the ratings wars is a real thing again. I think people are trying to make that into a into a thing. WWE is the biggest thing in town, no matter what. It don't it don't matter. They're they're a giant, but. A, I can't say that AEW is not that little gnat, that little nagging fly that's just around WWE and they trying to get rid of, but they can't, you know. Um, but they really had, both of the shows were really good. Are you guys interested in seeing a head-on-head competition of show how we had an attitude era with WCW and WWE. Are you guys interested in seeing AEW go head to head with even even an NXT WWE product? Uh, let me shoot that over to LP. Um, if they're not gonna if they're not gonna respect losing, like we already seen Triple H try to say call it developmental because AEW has been beaten WWE. I don't know. If, I think that's probably why they're bringing more people over. I, don't, I haven't been taking the current stats, but AEW has been beating them on Tuesdays. So if, if it's gonna, if they're gonna do that, they need to go ahead and officially make NXT a brand. Because when they lose, they're gonna be like, yeah, they only beat our division. They didn't beat our brand. So you know, if they're gonna call it that, they gotta, they got, they gotta, they gotta drop that brand. Well, they gotta drop that brand thing anyway. So you know how I feel about that. NXT is a, is a brand. It's not a. It's not de- it's not development, but I think I think they did that to help the ratings by because you know they all made them announcements that they were showing up uh, on the show on both shows. I, I think they needed a ratings boost, whether they did or not. I don't know. Yet. I don't I don't know the number. But I, I think it'd be cool. But I mean, AEW is never going to be it's never going to beat WWE. Like no matter what, nothing's going to happen. They could beat them on Tuesday, but they're never going to beat them on a Thursday or or uh, a Monday. A Monday, definitely not a Friday. Uh, yeah. SmackDown has over two million people watching, mm-hmm. and that's not even including the people uh, across the world that are watching the show. Also, 
Um, they're just on a, on a different platform and plateau. Maybe, you know, I love the competition, honestly. I, I like having another game in town. It really forces WWE to up their standards because for a long time, they were the only show that was really running after they, after they bought out WCW. And there was nobody even close to even, even reaching up to WWE's level, you know? So I like the competition. I like the back and forth mentions all from both shows. Uh, I like how Corey Graves really does give real world reference to what other wrestlers have been doing outside of the WWE once they return or once they come on. He really gives information of, hey, this person has been doing great things outside of the company. And now that they're back, I'm happy to see them back. Let's see what they do on the roster now. The Good Brothers, uh, Carl Anderson and uh, Gallows, they're back. I, I like seeing them together with AJ Styles and the OC. Um, you know, it's I, I, I like all of these comeback stories that are happening. So how do you feel like the competition is is really pushing the WWE product? Let me shoot that over to Mr. Everything. Uh, <clears throat> I don't really think they're really even phased by AEW, truthfully. Uh, I think AEW is trying to step up to keep the competition going, but I don't think WWE is really paying them any attention. I don't think they're really phased by it. Yeah. Um, this, this, you know, exchange of talent <clears throat> between the brands of you know, Raw and SmackDown coming to NXT, I don't think it has anything to do with AEW. I think, truthfully, is what I said before, it's setting up for a big thing for Survivor Series. I think that's what all is, is about. Um, it's, and it's keeping people on their toes. It's keeping people guessing. So, as far as the competition between WWE and AEW, eh, whatever. I mean, <laughs> <clears throat> nothing is AEW. They're doing their thing the way they're doing it. WWE is doing their thing the way they're doing it. Um, I'm, just, I'm just interested to see who else is going to get uh, call back to WWE or who else is going to leave WWE and go to AEW. I mean, right. it's, it's too easy for these the talent to be shifted from one company to another. It's almost like they're calling each other and say, hey, I'm drafting this one out. You want them? Yeah, sure. You know, it's it's almost like NBA. Hey, you know, we can't do nothing with them. We're willing to draft them yeah. if you want to send us, and send us one. So that's kind of how that works. You know, he froze and he sat. Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry about that, fellas. I don't, my phone, my, my my other camera just went out on me, so I got my backup just in case. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I like to see the competition. And I like to see uh, bidding awards on wrestlers. It makes it exciting again. It makes it uh, very entertaining to watch. Uh, and then you know this flip between both programs to see what people are doing man is I, I enjoy that and I think competition is necessary in order for you to really uh, push the product and, and really push the brand uh, so with that being said with all the matches that happened this week we have to go to one man and one man only uh, and that one man is Mr. Everything and we have to know What's your match of the week? 
Um, like you said, we've had a lot of great things going on, a lot of stuff happening, a lot of storylines coming up. Um, I'm very, very, very excited to see what's going to happen with Brock Lesnar and Bobby Lashley. I think, like you said, that is going to be a very good match of the week candidate, a match of the year candidate. Um, but I have to give it this week to Bobby Lashley and Seth Rollins. Um, I like the dynamic of Bobby Lashley getting injured, making it on a equal playing field between Bobby Lashley and Seth Rollins, with Seth Rollins did with his uh, rib injury. Um, they told a really good story. It's a clash of two styles, but they told a really good story in what they were doing. Um, Bobby Lashley countering the, the stomp with just planting his hands and not even taking it was a really good change of pace. Um, I love to see that. Uh, and yeah, man, I got to give those two the match of the week, uh, along with a men uh, honorable mention of the match of the week, which is not even a wrestling match, but the two of two pair of Baron Corbin and JBL. Yeah, I, I, I agree with that. Um, I'm, I'm excited to see Bobby versus Brock too. I'm, I'm super excited to see that. I want. I hope they have a really good match. I hope it's not overly short. You know, I hope it's a real wrestling match versus a spot match. I don't want to see spear suplex f five f five pin. I don't. Want to, that's gonna piss me off. That's gonna piss me off. I'm gonna be honest. With you. They, 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 they did that enough with Brock Lesnar and Goldberg. We don't want another Brock Lesnar and Goldberg. I do not when want to repeat it. When was the last time Brock had a match, man? Anybody think you remember? Well, he didn't do that. It's been a long time. Uh, Since he had like a, like he had to actually do moves and stuff. Yeah. WrestleMania. Like, like, when it's been a long time. WrestleMania, Roman Reigns. The last, the last two nah. matches, no. Nah. The last two matches where I think Brock had a had a really great match match because he had some great opponents was when he faced Seth Rollins mm -hmm. the third time and when he fa faced Daniel Bryan I thought he killed Daniel Bryan in the ring when he suplexed that man on his head I was so scared his eyes was blinking I was like oh man this is scary stop both of those matches I was screaming for the ref to stop that. <laughs> you know, so if I had to say when was the last time I really enjoyed Brock Lesnar wrestling, of course the Roman Reigns thing was was the last match that they had was good, but you know it wasn't it wasn't a clean fight. Those two fights were clean, you know. Uh, they were they were unanimous at the time, and and they had really good storytelling in both the Daniel Bryan versus Brock <clears throat> and Seth Rollins versus Brock. You know a match I want to see, truthfully, and it's gonna throw y'all off completely. What's that? Brock Lesnar and Shelton Benjamin. They they could really build it up to a good match. Really like, good match. Man, Shelton can't talk, man. That's that's my only problem. That's the man. only issue, yeah. But he you know, has R-Truth cannot talk. He has R Truth right now. So which is gonna be another thing as far as the tag team. That's going to be really interesting if they keep I'm pushing this thing that they got going on on main event. Like, I'm actually starting to want to watch main event because of Shelton Benjamin and R-Truth's whole dynamic thing. That That's amazing to me. That will be a good match. So like, when Brock wrestles somebody like that, to me, Brock's best match ever was him and Kurt Angle. And that's, I'm, I'm, I'm going to stand by that forever. 
when Brock almost broke his neck trying to jump off the damn top rope. Mm. But like him and, him and Kurt Angle together, that match is crazy. Yeah, Sheldon, him and Sheldon Benjamin would be would be a good match. Like when he fights smaller guys, he does better. When he's just not throwing them all over the damn place, that would be a good match. I think when he, fights, when he fights wrestlers, he has really, really great matches. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. for instance, I would love to see, and I know this might throw, this is throw you off even more. I would love to see Brock Lesnar versus Chad Gable. Yes, that too. Brock and Chad Gable will be a really good match. Um, I was super excited to see Keith Lee versus Brock Lesnar when they had the little face-off during the Royal Rumble a couple of, you know, a couple of years back. Man, I was super excited to see that because I've seen Keith Lee in person up close. He is a big guy. The I first thing I saw him, him I was really like, this, this dude is almost wider than the ring. Does he wrestle? <laughs> Does he even wrestle? Um, but they, you know, I love seeing Brock Lesnar face really strong guys and, and, and real wrestlers that can that can go. And you're right, Kurt Angle versus Brock Lesnar uh, was a was a really good matchup because Kurt Angle is a wrestler and Brock Lesnar is a wrestler. Yeah. You know what I mean? So uh, I enjoy that dynamic. LP, my main man, you got to let the people know what was your best damn wrestling moment. Ah, well, I know we we getting late with time, so I make it quick. I think that uh, it ain't no other moment other than Bray's moment. It's like the best moment of the week. Um, you know where they're going with that storyline. We already talked about. It's gonna see, but I think uh, him doing that was was like super dope. Um, the crowd response, him opening up, his character still being played. I think the writing for that was pretty uh was pretty good. I don't know if he got character control over his character, but if he got character control over his character. Which I don't know if they still even do in WWE. If he, if they let him do what he want to do, kind of like with uh, Broken Matt, Matt Hardy. If they would have let Matt Hardy, Broken Matt Hardy, do what he wanted to do, it would have been huge. But they ruined it. So they let Bray do what he want to do and and let him control his character. It's gonna it's gonna be dope. Yeah, I I, I agree with that. And you're right. I I didn't really like the Broken Matt Hardy character on WWE. I think it was a a shell of his his former self. He was able to do some cinematic matches. I think he kind of really introduced the cinematic match to the WWE product, where that carried into the Undertaker versus AJ Styles, which is still held at a high high standard for that type of match. Uh, that that cinematic match between them two. Uh, so. I agree with you, sir. That was a really great moment with Bray Wyatt, him him returning. I, I don't know how that's going to be top this year, but, you know, they might be able to pull something off where we're all shocked and our jaws are on the ground. <laughs> Chef! I see you over there, uh, wide-eyed and bushy-tailed. <laughs> uh, we have a comment in the best damn nation uh it says my son has been waiting to hear chef and what he is cooking today he loves food and he loves cooking so chef you know we got to ask you what did you cook this week and what was your best damn 
recipe. He there you go muting again. Talking on yourself. <laughs> wow. My bad. This week, <laughs> I had a combination. I had some Italian. I had the best damn lasagna. Uh-huh. And Bopa Toscana. It's delicious. But both of the recipes up there. But the lasagna, yes. You use some smoked sausage, man. You, you guys eat smoked sausage? I like smoked sausage, yeah. Yeah, you get put that smoked sausage on it. You got some ground beef, you know what I mean? Like mine is cheese. I like my lasagna cheesy, but the ricotta cheese and regular cheese with the saucy. Oh my god, it's mouth watering. Yeah, you know I mean, I'm getting hungry again already. <laughs> but you know, it's delicious. You know what I mean? You take you can take your take your time and pride into cooking that, bro. You can feed your whole little family plus more, and they all will love it. They might smack you a couple of times for making it because they're gonna make you make smoke. But you know, it happens. Awesome, man. <laughs> and, uh, what, what about that Zopa Descana? You know what I'm saying? Tell, tell me about that. The Zopa Descana, yeah, it's, 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 it's delicious. Bro. It has the same thing. If you like smoked sausage, that's in there. You know, it has a, you can either use spinach or kale. I like the spinach because it tastes a little better. Kale, ugh, I don't know. It balls up in my mouth. I can't do it. It has uh, potatoes and like a little white cream sauce. It's, it's a nice, good soup. But like for a warm, like if you're having a hot, rainy day, that will warm you up. And you put little bacon bits on it with some cheese. Oh my God, it's fire. But I got both of the recipes on the best damn page. You can look it up, try it for yourself and let me know. All right, beautiful people. And if you want to see more of Chef's recipes you can follow him uh on his personal page uh you can follow him on instagram and you can follow the best damn wrestling page and group to see more of chef showtime's best damn recipes fellas man uh we had a lot to talk about we didn't get a chance to get to everything but let the people know what you got going on and where can they find you? Chef Showtime. Uh, right now, I have nothing going on but my son's football games. Uh, every Friday, I'll be at his game, working, taking care of these kids, you know, looking for a new house. That's it. But you can find me on Facebook at Dante Carter. You can find me on Facebook and my other pages, Dante's Kitchen. Then you can find me on, I think I got Twitter. Showtime. <laughs> you can find me on my Instagram, Chef Showtime. All right, all right. Uh, LP, let the people know what you got going on and where can they find you. All right, you can find me on social media, mainly on Instagram, best place. One click to type the truth. I'm always doing photo shoots all day long, 24-7, 365. Whatever you want, I can do it. Just hit me up. Talk about it. All right, all right. And uh, I'm Brian Renegade. You can follow me on all platforms, Instagram, Twitter, Twitch, uh, you know, uh, YouTube. You can find me on Facebook at Brian Renegade. Holla at your boy. I got a lot of things going on. 
you might enjoy one of these things on this podcast. Uh, so follow me and follow the rest of the best damn crew on social media to check us out. If you want to follow more of what the best damn wrestling podcast has going on, you can follow all of our social media. You can follow us on Instagram at the best damn wrestling podcast. You can follow our Facebook page at best damn wrestling. You can follow our Facebook group at the BD wrestling podcast. You can follow our Twitter at the best damn crew. And you can follow our Twitch, the best damn wrestling podcast. And if you want to join the best damn nation, go to our Patreon, www.thebestdamnwrestlingpodcast to join the best damn nation for $5 for a burger, some fries, and a drink. You can join the best damn nation and support your boys and our growth. This is our 14th episode. Do you believe it? Uh, and with your help, you can help the best damn wrestling podcast grow. We're also in Radio Land for all of our listeners. We're on uh, Pandora, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and amongst others. So join us and type in the Best Damn Wrestling Podcast and support your boys. Fellas, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, Let's do something real quick. Uh, Final words. Uh, Chef, you got some final words for the people? Word of advice? Uh, don't walk down dark alleys. That's a good one. Uh, uh, <laughs> you got some uh, word of advice for the people? Uh, look both ways before you cross the street and pull out before you leave. All right. <laughs> and uh, I got one. Uh, never trust a fart. Uh, thank you for joining <laughs> the best damn wrestling podcast. Will you see you next week, next Wednesday at 6 o'clock on the best damn wrestling podcast.